Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. We haven't got time to be playing about with this gospel. God is saying to me, go, go, go and preach the gospel. Go and tell people about Jesus. He was a young man, but he was doing that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. I want to beseech you, if you've been doing something that is wrong in the eyes of the Lord, and you know it's been wrong, listen to me. Now is the time you can just turn around and say, God, I apologize. Come into my heart. Forgive me. Set me straight. And God will turn you around, set you straight, and walk back with the Lord. Listen to me there's backsiders at the sound of my voice and he's saying oh God I've done too much badness I've gone too far listen to me you can't go far enough that God can't bring you back there's no place that the blood cannot reach God is saying come back to me I don't care how far you've gone I don't care what you have done he knows the end from the beginning he knows where you are right now listen to me God doesn't care what you've done when you've done it who you've done it with and how long you've been doing it all God is concerned about is you repenting and turning and putting your trust back in the Lord and walking back of your saviour come back to the Lord he was 25 and he done that which is right in the eyes of the Lord you can still at the sound of my voice do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord it doesn't matter if man condemn you man will always condemn you man will always say what they want my bishop is the same Mount will say anything but let me tell you something it's not about what man is saying about you it's about what God is saying about you he did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord according to all that David his father did God will always measure up these kings in accordance with David. David set the benchmark. David was a worshipper. David was a warrior. David was a praiser. David obeyed God. David loved God. David knew that he had a covenant with God. David done all according to all what God told him to do. David did it. Yes, yes, he sinned. No, he wasn't perfect. But David had a heart after God's own heart. And God measured up every king according to David. Because David had a heart after God. Do we have a heart after God? Do you have a heart after the Lord? The Bible says, according to all that David his father did. The Bible says, he removed the high places and he broke the images and he cut down the groves and break in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made for unto the days the children of Israel did burn incense unto it and they called it Nephishan the Bible says listen to me got rid of the high places where people worship in Moloch and all kind of idols and he said no we're going to have worship in one place I want to make sure I get rid of all these idols all these groves I want to make sure I return worship back to Jerusalem back to the temple back where the priests are ministering back where they're going into the high place and offering up bullocks and sacrifices but now God is saying now I've given you my son it's not the blood of bulls and goats but it's the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth God is saying get the idols out of your life get everything out of your life will stop you from seeing God the way he wants you to see him God is saying get the idols out of your life get Facebook was an idol get out of your life if Instagram and TikTok was an idol get it out of your life if money was an idol if your car was an idol if things and possessions was an idol get it out of your life and enthrone God as Lord as Lord over your soul once more he said he break down the images he got rid of 
of the idols he got rid of the things that would steal people's focus and stop them from worshipping God the way he ought to be worshipping because he knew that listen to me for me to do really do what God wants me to do I've got to get rid of the idols I've got to get rid of everything that would try to steal my focus because I want to worship God and I want to please God this man knew how to please God he said I'm getting rid of every idol some of us who say well I'm not worshipping no false idol let me tell you something sometimes we can make money an idol because the Bible says where your treasure is that's where your heart would be we know we need money we need money of course we, the Bible says money aren't swift all things but let me tell you something now don't put that over God because money like wings can take wings like a bird and fly away don't put money over God some of us can put our children in front of God our wives our husbands in front of God God gave us to be stewards over them but don't put nothing in front of God sometimes many of us Santa, can put ministry before God uh 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 no God first your family second and then ministry and many people may disagree with me but let me tell you something now God first your family and then ministry because many people put their ministry before family their ministry before God ministry match up they mess up their family and let me tell you something now they mess up their family mess up their marriage work themselves to early grave and let me tell you something now you work yourself in the early grave yes people will mourn you but they will go and get another pastor but your family cannot go and get another father. Look after yourself, preacher. Eat properly, drink properly, exercise regularly. I know many of you don't want to hear this, but we have to look after ourselves as preachers. We have to look after our marriages, look after our families. We have to look after those things. God entrusted us with those things. Many people want to do this, do this ministry, 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 and God. And many of us are missing out on our intimacy with God. No. Your ministry is birthed out of your intimacy with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to say that again. Your ministry is birthed out of your intimacy and relationship with God. Please don't forget that. God first. Family second. I said the family came in Genesis. The church came in Acts. I know many people don't want to hear that. You don't have to agree with me. But let me tell you something. Now. I've seen many men of God and women of God burn out on the road of ministry or for the sake of ministry and listen it's only one man died for ministry it's only one man that died for the church his name is Jesus you don't need no one else dying for the church one man already died for the church God is calling us to use wisdom God is wanting to breathe the spirit of longevity in ministries many people have these firework ministries you know firework ministries we have fireworks over in England you know fireworks they shoot up boom ah explode Oh, and people wonder, oh, what? And then they fazzle out. Mm -mm. God ain't looking for firework ministries in these last days. God is looking for ministries with longevity. Ministries of longevity. Many people want firework ministries explode, bam. And people wonder, and then they're gone, fizzle out. No, God is looking for ministries that will last long. Ministries that will stay the course. I'm going to say that again. Ministries that will stay the course. Ministries that will stay with the agenda that God has called them and God has called them for many people don't want to swerve off agenda what God has called them to do and anytime you do that you get yourself in, in trouble be content with what God has called you to do be content with your portion with what God has called you to achieve be content and you'll get your crown the Bible says remove the high places cut down the groves where people worshipping Moloch and all kinds of stuff and all kinds of things going on in the world people are still working Moloch amen I give God thanks and praise for the overturning of Wade and Roe 
and man, many people there's Christians they want to fight against fight against um, the, the thing with abortion how can you be a Christian and be standing up for abortion are you mad listen to me many people ask me oh so you pro-life I, I, listen I must be pro-life the Bible said Jesus come the weak and have life and have it more abundantly so I must be pro-life we must be pro-life but I'll leave that to another day the Bible says he trusted in the Lord God of Israel so after him there was none like him among all the kings of Judah nor any that were before him the Bible said he trusted in the Lord God of Israel so that after him there was none like him among all the kings of Judah Judah near any that were before him so I said God how did this man get this title there was no king like him before him and no king like him after him why he claved to the Lord he trusted the Lord he chose to trust in God so when I look at his life the Bible says that the kings of Assyria came against his life the king of Assyria came against his life with a whole host and the Bible says Rabshikah begun to despise the Lord and begun to tell him oh you think your king your God can deliver you and he started to put down the living God he started to despise the living God and he said who, who protected Egypt who protected all the other nations that God couldn't deliver them and he started to rebuke and make a mockery of the living God but the Bible says Ezekiah trusted the Lord let me tell you something now when you got your city surrounded and you can only trust in God the Bible says Ezekiah trusted in the Lord there was no one else he could trust in many of us we say we trust God but when the when things get rough and the rubber meets the road we go and lend money from the bank that means we add another option but let me tell you something now we ain't got no options and we know if God for if God doesn't do it it ain't gonna happen if God don't come through for us let me tell you something now we're gonna starve if God don't come through us no one's gonna help us when your back's against the wall are you gonna trust God the Bible says Ezekiah trusted the Lord. He put his trust in the Lord. Are you willing to put your trust in him for ministry concerning your life? Are you willing to trust in the Lord? As I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. Are we willing to trust God in these end time days? If he says, listen to me, I need you to leave the island where you are. And I need you to go to Mexico. I need you to go to Haiti. Oh my God. I need you to go to Afghanistan. I need you to go to places where they're persecuting Christians. Will you say yes to the Lord? Are you going to trust God when he gives you an instruction? The Bible said he trusted in the Lord like no other king. I want to let you know that the Bible says that the king of Assyria came and he started making threats and he sent letters to Ezekiah and he started putting down Ezekiah and tried to make the people afraid. And the Bible says, Ezekiah encouraged the men on the wall to not be afraid. And the Bible said, he sent letters. Verse 19, chapter 19. And it came to pass that when King Ezekiah heard it, that he rent his clothes what did he hear he heard the limitation now don't trust in the lord they were saying how dare you trust in god your god will not deliver and some of you are hearing some things they're saying your god is not going to deliver you look how long you've been in a situation god ain't going to help you why you're still going to church why you're still serving the lord you see nothing's not changing for you and all you're hearing is negativity the bible says all hezekiah heard was negativity coming from his enemies but i dare you to silence the voice of your enemy today you have the authority to silence every contrary voice contrary to the voice of the Lord concerning your life the Bible said when he heard what Rabshika was saying the Bible says and it came to pass the king Ezekiah heard it 
and he rent his clothes and he covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. Listen to me, when things get rough, make sure you run into the house of the Lord. Don't run away from God, run to God. Many people get in trouble and they run away from God. God is saying, don't run away from me. When you get in trouble, run to me. I have the answers and I have the solutions. And he sent Elkim, which is over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and the elders and the priests covered with sackcloth to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos. And they said unto him, that Azekiah, this day is a day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy for the children that come to birth and there is no strength to bring forth and it may be that the Lord will hear all the words of Rabshika which the king of Assyria his master have said to reproach the living God and he reproved the words which the Lord thy God have heard wherefore lift up thy prayer for the remnant that I left so the servants of King Ezekiah came to came to Isaiah let me tell you something now when trouble hits your life real men and real women of God go into the prayer closet real men and real women of God when trouble hits their life they turn down their plate and they say God I cannot eat right now I need to seek you I need to eat from heaven I need to eat what the spirit of the Lord is saying concerning this situation the Bible said it was a dire time listen to me the whole of Jerusalem was surrounded by over 185,000 men they were closed in and some of you feel closed in right now and you don't know which way to turn if you go forward it's a rock if you go back it's a hard place you don't know what to do but listen to me when you get into these situations trust in the Lord put your hope in the Lord cry unto him call upon him while he is near let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his force and the Lord God will pardon your sin the Lord God will hear when you cry call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver thee and you shall glorify me the psalmist says the Bible says so the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah 19 verse 6 and Isaiah said to them thus you say to your master thus saith the Lord be not afraid of the words which thou hast heard some of us even the words that we heard will make us afraid some of us we get some bills and we get some threatening letters and some of us we hear some words and the words that we hear make us afraid we're here sorry to tell you Mr. and Mrs. so and so but you have cancer just the word itself will make you be afraid but do not be afraid of the words that they say listen to me put your trust in the word that God says listen to me some of us we hear some words and it makes us afraid I'm going to throw you out I'm going to throw you off this course You've lost your job Many of us hear some words And the words that we hear make us afraid But let me tell you something now Like the prophet Isaiah said Don't be afraid of the words that you have heard Listen to me When you hear negative words Contradict it Come against it with God's word Because God's word is spirit And God's word is life The Bible says He said don't be afraid Of what you've heard Which the servants of the king of Assyria Are blasphemed me he said, Behold, I will send a blast upon him, and he, he, he shall hear a rumor and shall return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. So Rabshika returned and found the king of Syria warring against Libna, if he had heard that he departed. And we had heard that the king, Atarika, the king of Ethiopia, behold, he come out to fight against him. He sent messages again to Ezekiah, saying, 
Thus shall you speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Let not thy God in whom thy trustest deceive thee, saying, Jerusalem shall not be delivered into the hand of the king of Assyria. Behold, thou hast heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the lands by destroying them utterly, and thou shalt, and shalt thou be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered them which thy fathers have destroyed? As Gozan and Haran and Zephyr and the children of Edom which were in Tesla were the kings of Hamath and the king of Arphad and the king of the city of Sephirim of Henva and Iva is seen saying all the people it is destroyed but I want to let you know let me tell you something there is no God like our God listen to me Goliath tried to make the children of Israel afraid but David knew he had a covenant with God and I want to let you know you have a covenant in the blood of his son Jesus I don't care what the enemy has done to other people the enemy cannot have you the enemy cannot have your children the enemy cannot have your marriage the enemy cannot have your health Thank you for tuning in to the Power of Words, the Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.